This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted pride of West London Podcast, and we're in the pub, Shepherd's Bush, um, after the game. Uh, we were here before the game. It was quite good, actually. We've had a good day other than the 90 minutes. We took the pub over, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> our pub. I'm not sure if they're overly happy about that. But, yeah, down the Exbridge Road. Had a fantastic day before. And, to be fair, the owners and everyone have, have taken care of us. We've had a good laugh. Unfortunately, we went to the match. And uh, after looking all right for the first half an hour, we went 1-0 down. And after that, it's like a balloon. And you put the pin into the balloon. It was just burst. And we had nothing to play for after that. The bees just looked absolutely like they were clueless. Did they not? Yeah, I think uh, we lack quality today, but we have shown in the odd game here and there that we have got a bit of quality. We can actually win games. Um, we only need to pick up two more wins. Uh, two more wins this season. We'll stay up. Um, there's no doubt we are in a bit of a relegation fight. But, you know, we've got players like Alan McCormack who are just not going to let the team slip and slide into relegation. So, and Harley Dean, I think he's another leader on the pitch. So, I think we'll be all right. It's just really, really frustrating, really disappointed. But, I think two more wins, I think we'll get it. I mean, two more wins, obviously, we need. And I, I admire your positivity. The fact is that, you know, <laughs> um, we've lost 3-0 against... 3-0 against all sorts of teams. We lost 4-0 against teams. Sheffield Wednesday, we've lost against Charlton. We lost against, you know, we've lost against Burnley. You know, we're shipping goals and we're lacking some sort of vibe. I know we had an interview with Matt Venom earlier and he said, look, you know, it's all about next season. But forget about next season. This is about this season now. And we need to fix up this season or next season's going to be looking a lot different, isn't it? Well, I think today we came and played for the draw, which is an absolute mistake. So I think that if Dean actually, uh, Dean Smith uh, goes for the win, uh, with players like Alan McCormack come back into the team I think we'll, we will battle um, I'm worried about the lack of goals we're scoring but you know as I said two wins lucky wins you know it's, it's, it's within our grasp we can do it I, 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 it's, as I said everyone's frustrated everyone's to an extent even angry but you know we are good enough to get two wins for the rest of the season. I would like to think so. Look, we've got QPR man in the house. Beforehand, he wasn't overly confident about the result. I think he said maybe one all before the game. So you're obviously a little bit more delighted with the result as it's turned out, are you? Yeah, listen, it was a good result, but I felt Brentford made it easy for us. He never played striker up top. 
You made it easy. As soon as you went 1-0 down, you played in, you dug in. As soon as that 1-0 went up, you're in trouble. Massive trouble. It's a QBR. You've been a bit ups and downs last week. I mean, seven days ago, franchise FC, a.k.a. MK Dons, you struggled against them. So, I mean, you thought you were going to struggle again today against us, but it was a little bit easier than you thought it would be as well. I know you said that just now. If I'm honest, and I tried not to because my mate was here, but you're one of the worst sides I've seen down here. Because... You play with no striker, as soon as you go 1-0 down, you're in massive trouble. You make it easy for the home side. Not just QPR, any home side you play. If you play that way, you're in big, big trouble. Okay, I'm going to ask you, because again, we're a bit close to it. You're a QPR fan. What do you think the thinking was behind our manager in uh, playing with no striker, or no recognised striker today? playing for the draw, you're playing for the break. You're hoping that it's nil-nil at half-time, you can go on, get a break goal, one-nil, sit on it, and that's it. But the problem is when you play for that plan, you're in big, big trouble when you go one-nil down. There's no plan B. That's a bit of it was a strange one for us, because I'm not being funny, that isn't, and we hate to say this, the Brentford way. We don't play for draws, we always used to go out for the win, we used to go out fast-breaking. If we lost the point, you know, we lost it rather than winning, and that's what we did it. So, I'm a little bit confused that our ethos has changed to actually kind of playing, coming away to QPR, who, to be quite honest with you, are quite vulnerable and going for a draw. To be fair, I don't know much about Brentford and the way you play football, but I was going to go on today. Our keeper never made really a big save where I thought, wow, Brentford, I never felt at one point where I thought, we're in trouble here. I always felt the game was controlled. You know, it wasn't like the away game where you dominated us, you deserved to win. But I left the game thinking, wow, Brentford, that's the side we want to build to because they're buying lower league, you know, looking for the future. Today, you look at the shadow of the side we played at your place. So we got we got bees we got more bees in the house here and 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 again it's really funny because we've kind of gone back to the old days. Well, what we do is we come back to the pub afterwards. We get a couple of beers in and we kind of commiserate and we we get happy and we just kind of forget about the game because sometimes the game, if we think about the game too much, we get too upset. And I know that you you know you're sitting there and you're thinking, look, I, I have to think about the olden days and maybe kind of how, how this no, relates to that. I wasn't saying about the olden days. All yes. I was saying is you've gone out there today yes. without a forward. All I'm saying is we had a bloke called Joe Bonson down there many years ago yes. who couldn't even kick a ball, right? But he ran and ran and ran, yes. right? Today, if you had played him up front and run and run and run, you might have had a bit of impact. We had nothing. We had no one to aim for. We had no one to play for. In midfield, we had possession but we didn't go beyond the halfway line. We had no one to aim for. It was aimless. So again, I'm going to ask you the question because, listen, look, look we're here, we're all Beast fans here together. Like I said, we had Matt Benham explaining it's a long-term situation. Yeah, sure, it's yeah. about the summer, we're buying all these players. However, we've still got another 10 games to play and we Absolutely. need to make sure we don't get relegated. Absolutely. Also, we're paying 25, 30, 35 pounds to go to games, plus our beer money, plus our trains and all this kind of stuff. So we don't want to be going and seeing the team playing absolutely rubbish. Why do you think that we had no striker up front today? Well, that was obviously the, the manager's idea of trying to flood the midfield or whatever, but that's not Brentford. We said before, and we sat in here before the game, and we'd sooner see three forwards up front and lose 4-0. We had no forwards up front and lost 3-0. There's no ambition at the moment. At the moment, we're just a frightened side. 
we're a frightened side that's just it's got 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 no um, I wouldn't say passion They're, well you see the likes of Jonathan Swift we've had low knees before right and that Jonathan Swift is not strong enough for this division he's not a Jonathan Douglas he's not a, he's not a Dave they're the players that we're missing. It's all we're all getting these lone players. Canos, he gives all the bigging on Twitter. Where was he today? He, when he got the ball, he didn't want it. He didn't go and find the ball. He just got to feel sorry for people like Jaji that are in that side, running their socks off week in, week out. And that's it, as I say. But then again, I think with your interview last week was quite right. Last year, we overachieved big time. You know, I've never seen it in my lifetime. You know, I've been down here 40 or 50 years. You know, I've been used to games like this. You know, where you just you just don't expect to win anything, but you go out there side to try and get something. Today we didn't. We just went out there side. It's almost like a continental approach. If you come out with a Dutch guy early in the season with that sort of side, you said, okay, that's the continental way. But it's not the, the Brick Carsley wouldn't have done that, would he? No, no, no again, we, we, we talked about that, and that's kind of like, you know, I mean, Carsley decided he didn't want to be a coach, but Carsley obviously, he put a bit of passion into the, the team. Absolutely. And, uh, and that's missing, and that's something has, which has been questioned. Um, but look, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Because we've got 10 games to go. We need to win probably two of those 10. No. So are we going to lose all 10? If they carry on playing like they did last week and today, yeah. They just can't, I can't see where a goal's coming from. You know, um, it does look very, very daunting. It's only that the other sides, well, I say the other sides round us are losing. No, Rotherham scored three goals in the last seven minutes. Three down. Brentford never looked like doing that today, did they? So interesting uh, chatting with characters who are obviously disappointed. This is, like I said to you, this is Boast Penham chat week, so he's, he's, he's laid his plans out, he's let it known, and he wants us to keep off the team, which is fair enough. But on the other scenario, we've, we play QBR today. We've lost 3-0 against our big rivals. You may say it's a bit unlucky. We may say that we were powder puff. You may say whatever. Um, we were a bit confused when we did see the lineup, but we thought that maybe Smith had a magic sort of wand where he was actually doing something which was absolutely amazing today. Unfortunately, whatever it may have been, didn't seem to have quite come off, is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get what he was trying to do. He's had ineffective centre forwards, um, so. Um, why you know why not try something a little bit different and try and get a bit more movement up front by playing um, I mean look like with Judge alternating with Canos through the middle so I kind of could understand what he's doing um, I think in, I, I also think he maybe quite cleverly um, will deflect some of the criticism I don't know if it's clever but I think he'll deflect some of the criticism from the players because ultimately um, most of the criticism will be thrown at Smith so you know it, it, ultimately, it didn't work, though, and that was the biggest problem. It didn't work. I mean, we looked, I would say brilliant, but we looked like we matched QBR for the first half an hour, um, didn't we? But then after that, it all went a bit downhill once they've scored the goal. Well, it's the goal, isn't it? And it's been the same in most games, um, certainly in recent times, that um, we don't look like we're going to come back from um, letting the first goal in. 
against Wolves, which is our only up moment in the last couple of months, we scored first, and the play and the, you know you could see the confidence go through the team. Unfortunately, when we let a goal in, you see exactly the opposite. Um, players like looking at each other. Um, you know, I, you, you just see the heads go down, and I think that's maybe where um, I'm looking for more from Smith is is to find a way of um, you know stop st- stopping that from happen because. I'm not seeing players playing with any smile on their face. They don't look like they're enjoying it at the moment. And, um, you know, as I've said continually all season, um, we ain't going to battle our way out of this. We're going to have to play our way out of it. And um, we're not going to play our way out of it playing the way we are at the moment. So QPR man in the house, QPR. Listen, we got QPR man in the house. So listen, today, QPR today, you came here today, and I want to say, listen, you, massive bees came down to you today. Um, We made it easy for you. Did you think we were going to make it as easy as we did? No, I just thought that when it come down to it, we have more than you had. So um, at the end of the day, the better team won. I mean, you said you had more than we did. I mean, you didn't have more players because it was 11 versus 11. No, but, but you, you had no, no out ball. You had no one up front. You know, you just played sideways. We, we, we had pole up front. You know, at the end of the day, the big German scored. Were you, were you surprised about how we came? Because obviously, uh, it's a big derby. It's all been built up and everything like that. We've beaten you at, at Griffin Park. Yeah, because you just played negative. There was no, you didn't play with, with a striker. So, we, you know, once the first goal went in, you know, the, the floodgates just opened. So, I mean, again, I mean, I mean, we, you can hear. I'm, I've got a slight confusion in my voice because we, we thought this is either a genius move with this no striker business and he's going to flood the midfield or it's going to go horribly wrong. Um, and for you as well, do you, you are you a bit confused by it or you just think it was just a really rubbish thing to do? No, it was, it was the, like the worst thing to do because no striker, no goals. So we was always going to, um, you know, the way we play with two wingers, one bit, you know, the big guy up front, he's always going to score goals. QBR have been up and down this season. Like I said, franchise last week, not so great. Derby, you won, and now you won again against Bradford. Do you think that this is going to sort of kick you on? I mean, I mean, playoffs might be a little bit hard, but do you think this might put you in good stead at least for next season? Nah, look, to be honest, like this season's like written off until Hasselbank can, you know, wait till summer and get his new goals in. You know, we've still got a lot of blokes over earning big wages who shouldn't be there, but I think until summer, you can't really assess it, but I don't think we're going to do nothing now. We're not going up, we're not going down, so we're just going to see out a season and start again next year. So confusion all around, confusion all around here. Look, we've got QBR fans arguing with each other. We've got all sorts of stuff going on in the corner here, and we're just having a beer. Trying to get our head around exactly what was going on that pitch today. Now, can you explain to me what you think was meant to be going on on the pitch? Well, before the game even started, my prediction was it was something nil, and so it was three nil in the end. And it seems to be a bit of a typical result or performance of recent weeks. I thought the first half in particular, the midfield was alright, it was boosted by McCormack. I thought the defence were alright as well, but there really was nothing up front. And as soon as the first goal went in, for me, I knew that was it. I knew there was, there was no coming back. 
What is it about our confidence? As soon as we let in a goal, we just don't look like doing anything. Because before, back in the day, we would go 1-0 down, even like in the 80th minute, and we'd all believe we'd win 2-1. But that's, I mean, there's no chance of that happening. I mean, Rotherham today, they were 3-0 down with like seven minutes to go and they come out to 3 all. But Brentford don't have any of that in there at the moment now. And, and that's a motivational thing, isn't it? Well, it, it is a motivational thing. It, it's probably a confidence thing as well. We're, we're a team with no confidence. Like, if we can get our nose in front, maybe that'll put confidence to the team. And it never really looked like it was going to happen today. And as soon as, like, like I said, as soon as we went one down, there's only ever going to be one winner. The worry is that for all the midfield position we have, and I thought we'd, I, th I thought we'd done a right first half. I thought we responded a little bit. We never really looked like scoring. We never created any chances. Judge up front. Like, it's a tail wagging the dog. Why judge up front? Was that Dean Smith's idea? Was that Adam Judge's idea? Who knows? The first goal. So bees in the house. We're still in Shepherd's Bush. We've still taken over their pub. Um, QBL pub. Um, and we're... Oh, QBL scored another goal. It's 4-0 to QBR apparently, isn't it? Is that right? It, it could be. It might as well be. <laughs> England, have won, England won at Thugby. No, no interest. But anyway, look. So, look. What went down today or what didn't go down today can you explain I think um, looking at it a lot of people are going to look at the fact that we didn't play a striker it was not a good show it's like the first 40 minutes I thought actually we played a lot better than we had done in the last three weeks like I think this is going to be a reoccurring theme when we concede the first goal we always look like we're never going to get back into a game um, I was on the podcast last week, I was very doom and gloom, I was very angry, and I've, I thought about it all week, and you know what, we lost today, there's still four teams lower than us, four? Four teams lower than us that aren't the bottom two, oh, okay. and uh, I think that the results will come, I'm, I'm staying positive, I think there's teams worse than us that will go down. However, what's his space? Because Huddersfield away might be very, very interesting now. Well, we're glad we got our train tickets. And like we said to you, everybody, I don't know what the prices are now, but, you know, get your train to Leeds. We got it fairly, fairly relatively cheap. It's about, I don't know, 10 or 15 quid each way, I think it was. Rail card up to Leeds and then across to Huddersfield. But it's going to be a bit of a, well, it's going to be a bit of a day out, whichever by the looks of things, you know what I'm saying? But look, today wasn't great and like you and myself we chatted to Matt Venom and we're going to say we talked to him about it and he was positive looking further than today's game but looking to next season as we said buying players getting some players he mentioned some things to us which actually got us very excited which obviously fortunately we can't talk about on the podcast we actually can't put in the article but you know there's some things which are very very positive however the one thing which is a little bit nervous is that we actually need to get there we actually need to get to the end of the season so that all this stuff can happen um, what is your verdict just groundhog day again to be honest with you and another game where we don't look like scoring um, you can play one striker, two strikers, no strikers, seems to make no difference. We, we aren't, we're not going to score a goal. Um, you know, we, 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 uh, the, fans have, the fans have done their bit this week. The fans have come together, the fans have calmed down, the fans have believed in the, the manager and the team. And we, we, gave, we gave Brentford a canvas today to go out and perform. 
in, a, in an environment that wasn't a toxic one. And what, what, what served up today, Bill, was another tepid performance where it was an easy win for QPR. 3-0, three, three um, you know, it, that's, not what, that's not what we needed today. It's interesting because we're talking to the QPR fans who were su surprised. They said to us, when we played you earlier, you were the best team that we played so far this season. And we were surprised how negative you were today. And that's the word they used, negative. Uh, because you came here without a striker and you weren't going to go for it. You went 1-0 down. I, I see, I don't think playing without strikers like the like a huge deal. Because playing with one or playing with none has made no difference. Because all our goals do come from midfield. But... They, they, QPR are the ones that were hacking all over the place. I, I thought their opening goal was a very, very good goal. Not a lot in it first half. Second half, you expect a reaction. I, I don't. I, know, I was thinking one nil down, probably against a run of play. We might come out and do maybe doing one all two one second half, but nothing. Uh, I just like to talk about uh, Lenny's point there. And the idea of like not having a striker isn't. I agree, isn't the end of the world. You play your tactics, you do that. I think the thing that like really hurt us was the fact that when we didn't have a striker, what we then tried to do was lump the ball up forward and then go out wide and cross it in, but we didn't have a striker, so it didn't work. If they tried to play it around and then try and work their way through, it would have made sense. But he picked a team lineup and a tactic and then didn't play to it at all. Uh, well, you know, again, I, I just think what's come out of this week is there's been a lot, been a lot of talk, there's been a lot of words said, there's been a lot of admissions and mistakes, but, you know, we can't be Dean Smith apologists. You know, we expected him to send his team out. The, the players said they were up for it. The players said they were prepared. We had McCormack that was fired up, probably the only one that was fired up. We, we, we've gone out there and we've looked really impotent again. And we, if we're going to survive the season, we need battlers. And I'm, I'm a little bit worried that there aren't enough battlers there. And I'm, I think we will survive, but it's going to be very, very tight. And it shouldn't be this bad. It shouldn't be this bad. And, and I, I, don't think, I don't think Dean Smith is getting the best out of his players. I, don't, I just don't see it. Okay, so listen, we're talking about the Battle of the Bulge here. Um, there was no bulging going on because we saw the well, we saw the goal bulge at the other end because QBR bulged the, the, the goals three times. But look, at the end of the day, look, Brentford lost 3-0 today. We're going to have to put that behind us. They're going to have to regroup. At the end of the day, we're fans. We can't do anything about it. We've been told the summer is it's all going to happen in the summer. We've got all sorts of plans. But however, we need to get to the summer. And that is what the main problem is with Brentford. Where are the wins coming from? Yes, they may be young and lacking in confidence, but that needs to be sorted out. Lovely that McCormick's back in, gives a little bit of a boost, but he wasn't 100% fit as well today, so he's running around trying to do things where he hasn't played a game for a couple of months. Look, we're going to close this off now. We're still in the QPR bar. We're going to drink our... We're probably going to drink the bar dry because there's nothing else to do except for us to just kind of sort of kind of just get our... I'm, I'm, I'm not sure we can claim to be the pride of West London tonight. We can't claim to be the pride of West London, even though this is still the pride of West London podcast. Because as uh, some people say, it's a, as a sample size, it's not over just one small period. It's over a large period. And over the season, it's over the season, it's, uh, you know, we are the pride of West London. So this is the pride of West London podcast. And uh, we are... 
we are Redford, we are the best. Yeah, just check us out on Audio Boom. Um, check us out on um, wherever else you can check us out on iTunes as well. And also, next week we've got Blackburn coming down. And the good thing about Blackburn is that Blackburn are mid table and they've got absolutely no interest in doing anything. And, and Jordan Rhodes has left. So all we can say is, with Blackburn coming, come on. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.